0: We now know which player has been getting the most reps at the point guard position in training camp coming directly from head coach Billy Donovan. We're going to talk about that, plus Io's comments on the point guard battle and his contract extension. And we're going to get into details about P. Will's contract uh, coming up in the deadline there. Will the Bulls meet it? And Nikola Vucevic calls the Bulls offense an issue last season. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. First up, we're going to be talking about the point guard battle, right? We all knew coming into this, you know, training camp that there was going to be a battle for the point guard position. And, you know, we were going to see who won who won that out, right? And so, you know, even AK saying in uh, at Media Day that the, the players that were mainly going to be fighting over that point guard position were going to be Io DeSumo, Javon Carter and Kobe White well Billy Donovan had an interview yesterday in which he briefly talked about who's been getting the most reps at that point guard position we're gonna go ahead and play that now I know we've asked you this several times but where are you as far as who's been getting more of the reps at point guard do you have a plan for at least the Milwaukee game of how you want to approach that first game yeah Yeah, you know it was interesting I had uh you know Kobe's been playing back there um Javon and Io were both back there on the same team. They kind of traded off, you know, different responses. Yeah, off the guard. Yeah, and, and, and I think that both those guys are comfortable with that. Um, Kobe's pretty much the, this is the third day. He's played all point. He has not played off the ball. And some of it's been with the way the teams have been kind of coordinated and designed. He's been back there. He's done a good job. But I'd say the guys that have played back there the most, the three guys would be I.O. Kobe, and, and uh, Javon. And here and there from Billy Donovan is the fact that Kobe has been playing exclusively at point guard, where Javon Carter and Io have been sharing some of the ball, handling responsibilities. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that Kobe is going to be the starting point guard, right? We've heard from Billy Donovan even in media camp saying that we may find out that one of the people we look at as a starter may have to come off the bench for balance, right? So Billy Donovan working his way into, you know, some wrinkles there in, into which way that it could go. But the fact of the matter is this, right? Kobe White had shown tremendous growth last season in everything other than consistently scoring the ball, right. And so, if I, if uh, Patrick Williams, sorry, Patrick Williams, if Kobe White is going to be the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls, it means that his he's going to have to take his game to the next step and the next evolution in his playmaking, his decision making, understand when and where players want the ball, right. And these are all things that Kobe White said as well in media day. But it's good to kind of have an idea, right. And the one thing that I say, and I know some Bulls fans have taken umbrage and, and you know, ha- have their issues with the fact that, you know, it's an open point guard battle. Some even say, hey, Billy Donovan should know who's going to be that starting point guard. And I'm going to push back on that in a couple of different ways, right? For example, with Javon Carter, you kind of, you've seen what he's done elsewhere, but you want to see what he's going to be in your system, right? There There are players that sometimes are system players and you can bring out a different, you know, vibe with players depending on who's around them, right? And then on top of that. Even with the players that were already on this team, and Kobe White and Ayodele I think sometimes us as, as fans will forget that when players go away and do their off-season workouts with their own individual coaches that they hire to help train them in the off the coach isn't involved in it. The head coach of the Chicago Bulls and Billy Donovan hadn't really, outside of like you know some of the team workouts and things like that that were unofficially sanctioned, right? With things like that, Billy Donovan hasn't really gotten to see how a player like Kobe White has added to his game over the offseason, what he's worked on, what the training has had him focusing on, right? Same thing with Io Desumu. And I think that, you know, sometimes people can forget that is that while the head coach has been the head coach of these guys for most of their NBA career, he hasn't necessarily, they're still young enough to where they're still adding to their game. And Billy Donovan hasn't necessarily gotten a chance to see that over the summer, depending on where and how they worked out. So I know we heard that Iota Sumu was in the Bulls training camp. He is from Chicago, things like that over the course of the summer. So But Billy Donovan wasn't even in Chicago over the course of the whole, uh, you know, summer break and things like that. So, you know, ultimately, I like that Billy Donovan does have this open point guard position. I think it's best suited. I think it means everybody has to bring it. And we're going to, you know, at least for the start of the season and preseason, we're going to be able to trust that whoever is and does win that starting point guard position was the one that brought it the most in training camp. And we got to see if that's going to, you know, that may not even maintain throughout the season. A person who wins the starting point guard position in training camp and in preseason may very well lose that position once they go through the season. And, you know, it, it things start looking different when you're facing other teams and not your own people, right? So we end up seeing what that looks like for the Bulls in that point guard position in the long run. But at least we know now that Kobe White has been playing exclusively at point guard. And I don't think. We've been able to say that about Kobe at any other point in his career, so Billy Donovan's really wanting to take a look at him at that point guard role, and we'll see what ends up coming up from that. Now, one of the players that are in that point guard position is Iota Sumu. and so Iota Sumo was interviewed by NBC Sports Chicago about his, his, uh, his offseason, the contract situation, and in regards to the starting point guard situation, he had this to say, I want to play so hard and be so able on both ends that Coach Billy Donovan, he can't not have me on the court. And that is the mindset that you want to hear from Io DeSumo, right? And that's, you know, if you guys have been watching me for a while, one of the things that I've been really sticking to consistently is saying that, you know, Io, for him to get consistent minutes this year, it's going to have to come by him being so good. And I've been saying defensively, but regardless of if you want to say offensively or defensively, he's going to have to be so good that Billy Donovan says, hey, he offers us the best chance we have to find a way, no matter what the makeup is of the roster, or anything like that, we have to get this guy on the basketball court because he's going to positively impact us trying to win basketball games. And that's up for I O to, to to bring that. I think that he can, right? And I think when you look at I O and you know just the the defensive prowess that he's shown, some of the offensive ability as well. I've said this. I think that I O may be even better coming off the bench with this particular bench unit, because this is going to be a unit that I think is going to play great defense, going to first force turnovers, that's going to get out in transition, and I was going to have those opportunities to be downhill, right, to do some playmaking, things like that. And I really think one of the keys for Io DeSumo is building chemistry with Andre Drummond. Him and Andre Drummond on a fast break with Torrey Craig potentially as the trailer there, there's a lot of openness that you can do with your offensive game when that's the case. Now, I was also asked about his contract extension with the Chicago Bulls, you know, and how does he deal with it, right? And he said this, I came into free agency with an open mind uh, that I could be playing anywhere, put my feelings aside and basically try to secure what's best for me, my game, and my family for the future. Ultimately, with praying, leaving it up to God, that was my path to sign back with the Bulls. Now, I was also asked, like, Uh, Did he ever consider think that he wasn't going to go anywhere? Was going to go anywhere else other than be on the Chicago Bulls? And he was honest and said, you know, he 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 understood that there's a business. He understood that there was always a chance for that, right? And so, you know, it's good to see that I O have the right mindset, right? And having, I know right now all we have is words, and it's easy to say the right thing for a team and for players and things like that. It's easy, right? And we gotta be clear on that. But you want that mindset to be correct, right? You don't want to over. Um, or underrate the fact that he is coming in with the right mindset because we've seen it before. If a player can come in with the proper mindset in the training camp, that is what helps helps you kind of launch out, right? That's what helps you kind of play free and get to the area where you're just out there playing basketball and hopefully being damn good at playing the game of basketball as well. Io, I, I think most people understand now, Io's pr- not going to be a starting point guard unless he comes in and completely outshines everybody and wins this role, but that does not mean that Io still doesn't have tons of potential in ways that he can help this team and and that's what you want to focus on you know when he asked what he focused on in the offseason he said this you know I worked on uh on being in tip-top shape to be able to be to physically sustain the whole season at a high level I think first acknowledging that being in the best shape being able to run and put more time on the clock I think that will be able to elevate my game in the best ways and then of course just my jump shot being more confident in the unders um taking what the defense has given me and then controlling space. I think that the more the game slows down, the more I'm able to make the right reads. I work on reads every day, two and three hours a day. Once I allow myself to slow down and read the game, I'm able to make the best decisions. And what? how often over the course of NBA careers have we heard when the game starts slowing down, right? And even I, here in Io say make the right reads, that's point guard mentality, right? That's not a scoring mentality, which he was a scorer, in the, at, at Illinois, but we're seeing the growth and, ev- and elevation of, o- of Io Dassumu's mindset. And that's the right things that you want to see from Io. And so, you know, overall, we're in a lot of good things for most of the, the candidates for the point guard position, right? Javon Carter already just being the ultimate role player and understanding how to get his, right? Uh, coming in, being that leader, saying that, th- that he's going to make his voice heard and they're going to fill him, right? Those are things that we need. And so, Right now, you know, everybody who's in that point guard battle is bringing the right mentality and mindset. We just got to see the execution of it. And let's hope that we do see it and execute it well for the Chicago Bulls next season. All right, let's get into the next topic for today. I want to talk about P-Will. And so P-Will, as most uh, Bulls fans probably know, is up for a contract extension this season, right? Now, the deadline for that is October 23rd meaning we're only a few days away, a couple of weeks away from it, right? It's the official start of the season is the October 24th, so that's basically saying that we have one day before the official start of the regular season in the NBA for the Chicago Bulls and Patrick Williams to reach a contract extension. Now, you have to ask yourself, right, are the Bulls in a better place to wait it out? When you look at other players in uh, Patrick Williams' draft class that have already gotten extension, Anthony Edwards, Lamelo Ball, Tyrese Halliburton, Desmond Bain, already locking up their extension. And that's fine, right? I don't, like I don't want it to be a thing between comparing those players to other ones, but those players all have kind of found their niche, right? Found what they bring to their teams. We're still at a place with Patrick Williams where he's still kind of discovering that and how to bring that consistently. We know what his skill set is. We know that he can be a defensive beast, and you know the least scored on player in isolation last year. Shout out to him for that one. He took a step up also in three point shooting, taking more attempts and and having a over forty percent three point shooting percentage. I would like to see more volume on that shooting percentage from P. Will, as I think everybody else would as well. Right. But those signs are there for P. Will. And that's the that's what you want to see. Right. And the Bulls right now, and I said this on yesterday's episode, they are truly and need to be in an evaluation period on just about everyone. Right. Everyone needs to be evaluated coming into this season. And so you also are not evaluating people for the individual game. You're evaluating them for what they bring with this team, what this team's future is going to be. I've said it before, I don't think there's any realm in reality of Patrick Williams not getting a contract extension. I just don't. I know now everyone agrees with that, and that's fine, but when you look at like what they have invested, how much this front office still does believe in Patrick Williams, how young Patrick Williams still is on top of everything else, P-Will still has tons of growth and potential. And one thing that we haven't gotten to see with P-Will consistently is him being a big part of the offense, and that goes back to P-Will having to understand how to get his without Getting necessarily a ton of shots. The shots aren't coming for p will Not in this offense. Not when you have Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, and and Demar Derozan ahead of you with with shots per game. And then even that, Kobe White. Still, regardless of Kobe White starts or comes off the bench, he's going to be a player that gets more shots than Patrick Williams in Billy Donovan's offense as currently constructed. Now we can see an uptick in that, especially with the Bulls talking about operating in more space, creating more opportunities. Right, those type of things. We can definitely see his role increase but he's still not going to get the number of shots to where P. Will can all of a sudden probably average 16, 18 points per game. That's not coming, and so the Chicago Bulls are probably trying to wait it out, see what they do. I would not be surprised if they they do reach a contract extension because I think P. Will, I don't really know P. Will's agent or anything like that, but P. Will seems like a level-headed guy who understands. He's in reality, right? But at the same time, you have to bet on yourself and be confident, and if P. Will's confident, that number that he made him and his agent may think is the number that they be willing to agree on may be a little bit different between the Chicago Bulls. And I think you also have to lend in is that this front office has shown before. They're not afraid to allow a player to go out and find their deal elsewhere. Keep in mind, he'll be a restricted free agent. They they will retain the, the right to match any contract offer that he gets. So because of that, they're playing a little bit more free, right? And so, you know, they can very well, when it comes to Patrick Williams, they can very well, allow him to go out and get his uh get a a deal or they can just let the season play out and listen at the end of the day the bulls have really no uh, let me not say no risk but the risk is minimized for the chicago bulls in the sense that if p will comes in and completely shines the season all right bet you're giving him his max for a young 23 year old player that has shown you at that point in time hey i just broke out right if he doesn't break out the Chicago Bulls then can go to the t- table and say, listen, people, we still absolutely believe in you, right? We still are invested in your future. We still know that you're going to be a future part of this team. But this is the contract that we feel that we can offer now because we still have to flesh out the rest of this roster so we can compete, right? So the Bulls right now, I don't want to say that they're playing with house money per se, but they have a lot of freedom in what they can do to, to elevate this team. And so we'll see. If I had to put a, a, a percentage on... When I think Patrick Williams will actually get an extension this offseason and not have to go into the season without one, I honestly probably 50 50 right now. If I had to lean, I'd probably lean more 60 40, the 60% being it's probably not going to come into the offseason. But listen, it's still on. This is, either way, this is a season where Patrick Williams' development and growth is one of the biggest stories for the Chicago Bulls, along with what's going to happen with the extension to DeMar DeRozan. So let me know what you guys think on that down below. All right, let's get into the last topic for today, and this is Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic has been on a tear this summer, uh, well, since Media Day, just being honest, right? When you go back and look at even him saying, hey, this could be the last go with this core, right? Even that that was before Media Day. Coming into Media Day, talking about him, his play, right? The fact that there was work left undone, the fact that he wasn't utilized, right? The, the, just the growth from the team. Well, he was asked about the, the Bulls offense, and that's one of the things that we're all focusing on and waiting to see how is Billy Donovan going to change? and adapt this Chicago Bulls offense so that it can be more modern, right? So that we cannot be ranked 24th. And Nikola Vucevic saying this, it's an issue to be ranked 24th in offense when you have the scoring power we have. We didn't run a lot of off-ball actions last year. I'm not sure why we didn't do it, but talking to our coaches and studying our film, we realized it's something we really need to do. I don't know why we've been so stagnant in the past. We're a heavy pick and roll ISO team, which is hard to do all the time. Now we're trying to play a little quicker, Play with more space, more movement. It makes it so much harder to defend. Bravo. Like, I, 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 I know that seems like me being an asshole, but I'm just being honest, right? Somebody needed to say it, other than me sitting here on this podcast. The Chicago Bulls having little to no off-ball movement consistently last season is absolutely why defenses were able to, to, to dig in on the Chicago Bulls when it was crunch time, because we didn't move without the ball. And I said it on yesterday's episode. Billy Donovan needs to be stopping practice when they are having five-on-five drills and somebody is not moving without the ball. I mean literally stopping practice and asking them in front of everybody, why aren't you moving? What are you doing standing in this spot, right? Why are you just drifting out here to the corner and waiting for the ball to come to you? When you do that, you allow the defense to dig in, plant their feet, and you're not creating space. You're not creating movement. Everybody needs to be moving without the ball. When we heard last season, Donovan say he wanted the offense to be more random. One of the things that I thought that that would mean is getting back to off-ball movement. This team has to get to that, and they have the players that can do it, right? DeMar Rosen has his limitations off-ball, but when you look at everybody else, Patrick Williams needs to be moving off-ball. Zach Levine, Kobe White, they are both really good moving off the ball, right? Uh, Alex Caruso was probably the only bull that actually did move without the ball, which did create some lanes for him to get to the rim, right? Io needs to do that. Everybody needs to do that, and so I think that you have players like Devon Carter and Torrey Craig, veterans that have operated in space before. They're going to understand how to go out there and move without the ball. But we need that to be a mandate up and down this Chicago Bulls roster. Players need to be moving without the ball. And if you're not, you got to sit your ass down. To just be quite frank, you cannot have a stagnant offense after betting on the second year in a row of continuity, the third year overall on this court. On this court, you have to bet. And you have to get things go different, right? You got, you got to stop having players stand around. I.O. can't stand around with his mouth open. P. Will can't stand around at the three-point line waiting to get the ball. And when he doesn't, looks dejected. Everybody needs to be moving at all times. That's going to get you more offensive rebounds. That's going to get you easy buckets at the rim. That's going to make the game easier for your three-point shooters as well. So you can then take more threes. That's simple basketball, simple basketball. And this team needs to get back to the simplicity and executing The simplicity to make this offense a little bit less stagnant. That's what you want to do, right? The heavy ISO, it's not going to work. It has not worked for this team. And we talked about it yesterday. Booch, DeMar, and Zach all individually had really good seasons, but it did not coalesce into success for the Chicago Bulls team in the win column. That is going to be unacceptable this year. This team has to step it up. This team has to act and have some pride about themselves in the way that they go about the offensive side of the game. And if you don't, You got to sit your ass down. That's where we are. That's what what I hope it's going to be. You can never say what a Billy Donovan coach team, but that's what this team needs to do to jump up and get to the next level. Can they? Will they? That remains to be seen this season. We got a preseason game coming up on Sunday, y'all. That's crazy. We will be talking about Chicago Bulls basketball again in two days. And make sure you guys are locked in. If you've just joined this channel over the course of the offseason, for those that don't know, we do pregame shows halftime hangouts and post-game live streams every single game we are there every game so make sure you guys are tuned in hit that subscribe button because i tell you what nobody's bringing content like chicago bull central is bringing content this nba season but with that said make sure you guys are following the channel at bull central pod on every social media platform we happen to be on you can also send us any feedback questions comments concerns at gmail.com. and then lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag the number to do so 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Media.